0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Danny and Oak Park Show, right here on the Anchor podcasting app. Like, Thank you for joining us this week. Um, We got a lot to discuss, a lot to unfold. It's been a pretty uh, busy weekend this past weekend with um, NXT WarGames and Survivor Series. Um, I'm going to tell you my thoughts on the whole Jim Cornette fiasco and my thoughts about him. Um I'm going to talk about the Oakland Raiders this week. Um just pathetic and watching that in real time was just I'd rather have my eyes gouged out, but um we're going to be talking about that and maybe a few other things. So um let's go ahead and get started. Uh we got to, a lot to unpack here. Um, for this Thanksgiving week, um, we'd like to thank you for joining us today, right here on the Anchor podcast and app, and also on many other various fine podcasting and apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, um, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and a few others that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. But um, we'd like to thank you for. Joining us here and taking the time, we really appreciate it. We appreciate all the support that we've been getting. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, this past month, I'm wow, can't believe uh, it's uh, getting close to that point and everything. Um, or actually, is (laughs) basically, I mean, this is episode four. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm humbled to be able to bring you. My takes and what I think about everything going on, basically. So, um, let's go ahead and get started because we do not have a whole lot of time to waste. Um, NXT War Games this weekend was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Now, I got to clarify something here. Um, I'm a very heat of the moment guy. And, of course, as many of you probably know out there by now, I quit watching main product. Uh, uh, Raw and Smackdown. I got better things to do with my Mondays and definitely my Fridays than to sit down, especially Friday. Who the hell wants to watch television on a Friday? Really now? No, no, no. That that That's usually like, you know, my music night, man. I need, you know, maybe getting a little Chris Peep show. Shout out to Chris Peep by the way and the Chris Peep Nation. Um, you know, I've only got so much time before I have to uh go to bed and I, I work on weekends. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to sit there and have to watch bad wrestling. And then when I saw the photos of what the new Intercontinental title looks like, I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. Um, we know why Vince had that title changed. It's because Cody brought in the classic white Intercontinental Championship. And then now all of a sudden, he changed it up. It looks like a toy. And I'm pissed. I'm sick of these titles looking like toys. The AEW Championship does not look like a toy. That looks like a title belt worthy of a champion. Like in the New Japan belts. Those are just glorious. I mean, they, they put so much detail and so much work into those titles. And they look phenomenal. You know, and those aren't the type of titles. You know, you, I don't know where this trend started of champions holding the titles over their shoulders. I think that came around the Attitude Era. I've never been a big fan of that. A title should be worn like like you know befitting of a champion, you know, but i'm I'm going off there, you know it's like you know the, i've I've just never been a big fan of that. um a, a title belt should be worn and you know look look majestic. The new Intercontinental championship looks like a toy. I remember when that title had honor and prestige, and now it's gone, Um, so I went on a tangent on online and on Facebook, um, follow me at Facebook, um, slash Danny Conover, um, Instagram, um, at Danny and Oak Park, G plug, um, and yeah, I went on a tangent, and I was like, you know, fuck Smackdown, fuck Raw, and I said, fuck NXT, you know? Fuck it all, you know. Why? But so yeah, I was a little harsh on NXT, and I apologize. Whatever, you know. I mean, really, NXT is the only thing really keeping WWE afloat these days, you know. Because it's like I, it's like I've been telling people, you know, that 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 pick sides between AEW and NXT. Well, you know what? Here's the truth, guys. Um. It doesn't matter what you watch on Wednesday. Whether you're Team NXT, Team AEW, or you're like me that watches one live and saves the other. You know, if you can save it uh, AEW, then more power to you. I have to watch it live. So I have to save NXT and I watch it on Hulu and it's only an hour. Which I highly recommend, people. Knock it out in one hour. No commercial, except for the in-app commercials. No USA commercials, no nothing. It's, it, it's, it's perfect. But, um... Yeah, I, I, I was being a little too harsh on NXT. I, I threw NXT in there too, and I apologize. I'm sorry. Because they are put, you know, it doesn't matter what you watch on Wednesday. The question you need to be asking is, how come they're not putting in this fucking work rate, rate on Mondays and Fridays? Instead, we get treated like fucking children. We get treated like fucking just idiots, like, by vents. And, so no, I've taken, as you guys know, I've taken a stand. I did not watch Friday, I did not watch Monday, and I don't fucking have to. But I will give NXT their respect, and they they earned a lot of respect this weekend, of course, with NXT War Games, And that really was, for me, the perfect pay-per-view. Okay, because I live out here on the West Coast, California, Sacramento. Um, came on at 4 o'clock. Well, pre-show at like 3.30. 4 o'clock was the start. Four solid awesome matches, which will, I will be breaking down here. Two and a half hours, and I had the whole rest of the night before i had to go to bed and cuz so i had to go to bed early wake up early for nfl sunday at my job at buffalo wild wings cheap plug and it it was just perfect you know and then and really i i just had just the whole rest of the night just to just relax and wind down from that awesome pay per view so let's get it going here when we start out with the women's war games match. <coughs> it was a uh, team. <clears throat> excuse me. Team Shayna versus a uh, team Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Um, now I thought uh, I thought uh, Duke and Shavir was were going to be on Team Shayna, I and mean, it would naturally be it, but no, that wasn't the case. Okay, so it was a uh, Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Kylie Ray from NXT UK taking on the team. Uh, Team Ripley, Rhea Ripley, which was Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai, Candice Ray, and Tegan Knox from NXT UK. So, EO um, and Candice start out this match, and man, that they 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 were putting on a clinic in there. And it, but then with uh, Team Shayna having the the first advantage, um. Out came uh, Kylie Ray, and they just gained up on her. Man, Candice LeRae was nothing but a meat shield at that point. I mean, she was getting her ass kicked. But then Rhea comes in. She she's the next to come in for her team, and man, she she went under that ring, st- getting steel chairs after steel chair, after kendo stick after kendo stick. Crowd was, that Chicago crowd was chanting for the tables, but that was not to be. Not yet. Not in this show. Mm. Take a sip of my coffee there. Um, and Rhea just went full on savage. Man, setting up chairs, man, setting it up like it was Fortnite or something. Man, um, But then Kaylee Ray comes in for her team, and she went beast too, man. I mean, this was a pretty brutal match to this point, yeah. Now I I don't remember like you know what spots and what moves. You know, just just go along with me. I mean, they were just putting it all out there. And then it was Dakota Kai's turn to come in, so she and and Shayna Baszler still in her uh, cell, just watching. Out comes uh, Dakota Kai. Okay, she she starts to go down, but then she stops. She turns around, looks at Tegan Knox, and fucking rushes her in the cage, beating her ass. And then, as uh, Tegan Knox was on her her stomach, and she had one leg poking out of the the cage out out of the cage door, the other one poking out of the the bars, fucking. Dakota Kai just ravaged Tegan Knox's knee with that, that steel door. I mean, just repeatedly just bashing on her knee. And then she went back for more. Again, beating her ass some more. And then William Regal came out to try to break things up. Dakota Kai attacked William Regal, the commissioner. They, they, you know, they kicked her ass out. She wasn't. She she wasn't even in this match. Fucking like Shayna Baszler, man, she's just kicking back. She's watching this whole thing play out. She's fucking having a good time. She's laughing her ass off. I mean, it was for her. That was that was beautiful. It could. It doesn't get no better than that. And then out comes Shayna, man, and she just. She just cozies on down to that ring. Into that war game cell. Like it was nothing. Uh, at some point in the match. Um, Shayna Baszler tried to handcuff Rhea Ripley. To like the ring ropes or the cell. But it was not to be. More on that though. Um, but the match officially starts. And it we got a two on. A four-on-two situation advantage, Team Shayna. and they were man. No matter what, uh, Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae were doing, man. It was just the the numbers just kept on catching up. Um, man, it it was just brutal on them. But there was one point though, Io Shirai with one of the moves of the night, with a beautiful moon salt off the top of the cage i mean it the the form the the grace I mean, it looked beautiful oh i i'm the type of guy I, one of my favorite moves is the moonsault in many variations and when you can get when you can make it look graceful it just you know adds that that much needed pop to to the move you know unlike charlotte who can't do a fucking moonsault to save her goddamn life? She's gonna end up fucking hurting herself one day. I don't want that to happen, especially because when she does her move it's off the top of the of the ropes to the outside. She is gonna fucking murder herself one day, and I don't want to see that. So if you can't do the moonsault. don't fucking do it. Huh? That 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 needs to go out of Charlotte's arsenal. But anyway, Io Shirai. She can do it all day, beautiful um we get to the we're gonna cut to the uh finale of the match um Shayna baszler uh managed to lock in the uh rear naked well I call it the rear naked choke i mean the Kua fuji I, I, sorry guys, I don't speak Japanese um getting there <laughs> getting so am trying but um yeah, she got that rear naked choke on uh on Rhea Ripley, had it sensed in with one arm. But then um, Rhea Ripley manages to get Shayna's right arm, pulls it out, and then miraculously, those here's where those handcuffs came into play. Rhea handcuffed herself to Shayna. Shayna is in shock. Next thing you know, ma'am, she's getting her ass kicked. Pump handle slam. Through those uh, set up uh, steel chairs, one, two, three, and in a miracle, Rio Ripley's team won against all odds. Beautiful way to start your mat, start your pay per view, um, man, But after that madness, we get to a triple threat match. Uh, winner of the match goes on to su- to uh, Survivor Series. To take on Adam Cole, Bebe for the NXT title. Uh, Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane versus Damian Priest, and this was a very very good match. Um, all all three of these guys just brought the madness. Um, I really didn't pay all that much attention to it because I had my hands full. I, I think I was cooking dinner at that moment. But yeah, all in all, from what I remember. Really, really killer match with Pete Dunne picking up the victory, going on to uh, Survivor Series for a shot at the NXT Championship, which I will be talking about. Um, but yeah, th- those three guys right there—they they they put on a pretty br- pretty brutal match there. Um, and another great match um, was uh Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Um, Finn Balor coming back to NXT, where he's finally getting some shine. He's a heel. He's doing he's doing some really good work there. And I think this is his first match since being back against Matt Riddle. Um, I want to see these guys go again. I, I know this rivalry cannot be over just yet. Um. So you know, really killer match. Um, Finn Balor picking up the victory with uh, hitting the 1916 DDT, which I'm glad that's his his finisher. Um, coup de Gras, I don't like that. I've never liked that move. Um, he's going to end up hurting somebody with that. He's going to crack somebody's ribs with that move. Break somebody's ribs. That's not a safe move. I like this 1916. You know, it's there's some historical significance to that name. As far you know, probably some Irish history. Um I don't know the details, you know, but I like that 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 being his finisher. And Finn Balor picks up a pretty big win over a very game Matt Riddle. I mean, just a very good great match. Oh, I want to see these two go again cuz that that was fun. And then uh we're going on to the main event. As it's the men's war games match, undisputed era, taking on the team of Tommaso Ciampa, Dominic Dijakovic. Hey, hey I got it right. Keith Lee and Vacant. Yes, Vacant. The the multi-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion Vacant was in this match, folks. But um, to start it out, um. Champa, he 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 made a beeline for the cage. He he said, "I'm starting this." Um. I I don't know. I I don't know. I forget who. All came out and, you know, at 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 whatever time. So forgive me. Um. Yeah, but um. Undisputed error. They had the uh, advantage. They, uh, I think it was their guys uh, came out first. Um, Dominic Dijakovic, though, um, when it was his turn to come in, he looked great. This this kid is a stud. Um, man, he, he, he's, he's going to have a very bright future in this business if he keeps his nose clean, if he stays healthy, stays on the right track, you know, doesn't get caught up in any. Bullshit. He's he's he he's man. Just he's going to be something special in this business. Um, same thing with Keith Lee when he came out and he just just put on a display of strength. And that, um, that's a special individual right there. And he, I mean, he just looks so humble and you know. Just, just like, like that, that gentle giant, you know. Um, I expect big things from uh, Keith Lee, and for Keith Lee in this business too. That, that is a just a. That's somebody you want to get behind, right there, you know. Like I said, he's that that gentle giant, but when he gets in that mode, when he turns it on, look out. And he did just that. Um. Adam Cole finally comes out and he gave Chicago exactly what they wanted. He got the he he was putting on his best dude, you might as well have called him Adam Cole Dudley at this point. Because he was getting table after table after table. How many goddamn tables were there under the ring, man? I, I swear. But um one important table, he actually set up uh diagonally onto the uh the crowd railing right there. Keep that in mind. Um, so he goes to get in the ring. And he has a standoff with. Um, with Tommaso Ciampa. And Ciampa with all of his might. Uh, when they were on the stairs. in the apron right there. He pushed Adam Cole outside. And poor Adam Cole. He just went right through that table. Just ragdolled I mean that table just made a sickening crash. He was out of it for a minute, man. It it was brutal. Um it it was just brutality at its finest right there. Somehow Adam Cole made it back into the into the cage. And then and then uh the buzzer went off. And Okay, where's the fourth member of Team Champa? The Undisputed are like, oh, they don't got nobody. It's, you know, continue beating ass. Nobody comes out just yet. But then all of a sudden, Kevin Owens' music hits. That crowd went nuts. They went crazy, and it was beautiful. It may have not been CM Punk but goddamn it, it it was the next best thing cuz i mean he, people were flipping their shit it was beautiful and kevin owens came in started cleaning house started helping his team man there were tables set up everywhere in that in both those rings one by one um Oh, wow, well, I'm, I'm skipping something here. Um, Kevin Owens, in between the two rings, there's that little steel railing, that, 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 that steel between the rings. Um, Adam Cole and Kevin Owens were going at it. Um, and somehow, um, Adam Cole hit the Panama Sunrise on Kevin Owens on that railing. Just... Sickening thud. It it was just a very nice spot. Adam Cole, man. I mean, the way he hit that Panama Sunrise. Go back and watch it because it was a thing of beauty, man. That that was brutal, and it looked it looked good. It looked very good. But then, um, let's go ahead and cut to the towards the end here. Um, one by one. Members of the Undisputed Era were taken out, put through tables. That left Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa, who ended up on the top of the cell off on the top of the War Games cage. There's a tape. There's two tables set up in the corner uh, next to each other, and Tommaso Ciampa got the advantage and did the sickest. Air Raid Siren Slam through both those tables to Adam Cole. Picking up a huge victory in what is possibly going to be one of your matches of the year. Definitely a candidate. Because th- this was nothing short of beautiful brutality. They, they put it all out there. I am so proud of them man. They they gave us something that we can be proud of. Every every one of those those matches were just awesome. And again, I have to ask, why aren't they putting in this work rate on Mondays and Fridays? It's it's ridiculous. And NXT showing, yes, they they're not developmental. They are a third brand. Um, again, it doesn't matter what what you watch on Wednesday watch both because wrestling but definitely be watching NXT because they're putting in the work rate. they're putting on the the, the none of this kid bullshit. they don't treat us like we're fucking idiots but for you guys, I suffer from my art. Um, And I did watch Survivor Series. Um, I didn't take too many notes on it. Um, But, you know, I I wrote down the results and, you know. But uh, I didn't take everybody's names because there, there was just too many names to write down. Because we had this triple threat Survivor Series match. Team Raw for the women, Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Team NXT. Um My only pro- my only real problem with this match is um when it was R- Rhea Ripley's turn to get in there against Sasha Banks. Rhea Ripley was a savage the night before. She gets onto a main roster pay per view and she looked scared. She okay, I-, I I was telling Chris Peeps the other night. That okay, if that had been Charlotte in there, okay, I can see why somebody like Rhea Ripley would be uh, would be scared. I mean, I don't care how it happened. I don't care whatever. A ten time champion is a ten time champion. You fear and respect that pedigree, so I can see that. Sasha Banks is five foot nothing. A buckle five soaking wet. And Tegan Knox or not Tegan Knox, uh, Rhea Ripley looked frightened of her. That was embarrassing. But Team NXT managed to pick up that victory. Um but no, she you, you shouldn't be looking scared like that at when it's when it comes to Sasha Banks. <laughs> But Sasha, um, she at one point she had uh, Rhea Ripley in the bank statement, and Rhea Ripley's trying to crawl to the rope, crawl the rope, and in beautiful, beautiful transition, Sasha Banks goes over the back of, oh, excuse me, mm, oof, excuse me, um, goes over the back of uh, Rhea Ripley between Rhea and the ropes, and since she's on. An inverted version of the bank statement. Just a beautiful transition. Um, but in the end, Team NXT picks up the victory. Um, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong versus AJ Styles, the uh, champion, the mid card champions of each respected brand, um, with Roderick Strong picking up the victory um, for NXT. So NXT's on a roll now. Um, and it was a pretty good match. You know, really good. I wasn't really paying too much attention because at this point, I was cooking dinner. <laughs> this is the next day now. Yeah, and I do a lot of cooking. Um, but then we go into an NXT only match for the NXT title. Um, Pete Dunne picking up that huge victory in that triple threat. Taking on Adam Cole, baby. Your NXT champion. And what was just a phenomenal match. Um, This isn't going to be the last of Pete Dunne. Having NXT title shots. Not by a long shot. This guy is awesome. This guy is brutality. You know. Just brings that anger. And and don't let him get a hold of your fingers. He will break them. That's his specialty. (laughs) He loves. To get a hold of those digits. and, And just. Manipulate him and try to break him at his will. Then, and, and we need our hands, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't recommend uh, if you if you're a handyman, don't wrestle Pete Dunne. <laughs> You'll be out of a job. But um, Adam Cole picks up the victory. Uh, soundly. Um, really, really killer match. Th- this was a killer match. NXT again showing. They're not developmental. They are a third brand. And in a match that... I wish you would have scooped out my eyeballs with a fucking spoon. The Universal title match. Daniel Bryan versus the champion, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. And that fucking red light. I hate that shit. The Fiend is wearing on my fucking last nerve now. And I'll get to last nerves here in a second. If this is going to be his shtick, I don't want nothing to do with it. I want to actually watch the match. You know, it, it was reminding me of Sin Cara back, back in 2014 and all that. With that stupid orange light. No, we don't need lights like that during the matches. It makes it very... It, it was so hard to watch. And I, I, my device works just fine. You know, HD and all that. And it was still hard to watch, which... I feel I, pro- I feel sorry for that crowd that that paid to see that that looked like shit. That the, the match itself looked like shit. I couldn't even concentrate on what was going on. It, it, it's pathetic. It's stupid. They need to stop doing that. Um, but the the fiend retains. That's all I know. Moving on. Um, and in a no holds barred, no DQ match. We had Ray Mysterio fighting for the honor of his family, and Dominic taking on Brock Lesnar. And Dominic got into this match because it was a no DQ. What, what are they going to do? And him and Ray hit a simultaneous 619. six one nine. His Dominic six one nine looked beautiful, and then he got on the top rope for that fro- for, for a fucking frog splash. Reminiscent of Eddie. This kid finally showing us what he can do. It's time to get his ass in a ring. It's time to be a legit uh, star. You know? What are you waiting for? You know, daddy ain't going to be around too long. You know? So the time is now. I want to see Dominic. But then. Dominic, uh, he went up to the top rope to do something else. But then Brock Lesnar caught him up. German off the ropes. Caught, scooped up Ray. Vicious F five. And of course Brock Lesnar wins. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, I don't know if this is in order here. Uh, so, forgive me. Um... I don't know, I wrote down something and then it turns out it was another match, so I'm just going over results here. Um, in our men's Survivor Series match, we had Team Raw, Team SmackDown, Team NXT. I'm not, I didn't write down any names. Um, all I know is the last three were Seth Rollins, Keith Lee. And, well, there were a lot of quick roll-ups. Um, and, Matt Walter, he got eliminated. Like, he was the first one. He didn't showcase nothing. And the crowd was pissed. Um, Matt Riddle rolled up uh, Randy Orton in a stunning upset. But then, of course, Randy Orton has to slide back in and get his fucking RKO in. And that cost uh, NXT right there. Um, Braun Strowman got counted out. There's fucking countouts in a Survivor Series match? Are you fucking kidding me? When did that start? What the fuck? See, just another example of how WWE can't get anything right. But, let's go to the last three. um, Seth Rollins, Keith Lee, and Roman Reigns for Raw NXT SmackDown. Seth Rollins goes out there, starts being a fucking clown again. Fucking running his mouth, talking about, oh, he's going to burn NXT down. And then gets his ass fucking eliminated. Looking stupid again. So it's down to Keith Lee and Roman Reigns. Um, I wish we could have saw more of Keith Lee, more offense from him. Um, But of course, everything's for Roman. Stupid Superman punch. Stupid spear. His spear looks like shit. Man, if you want to make Roman Reigns look strong, give him a fucking actual finishing move where he has to lift somebody up. Do a slam or something. Fucking... A punch should never be a finishing move. And that his spear is garbage. But in the end, of course, everything's for Roman. But then Keith Lee, he looks at Roman and bows, you know, like like in karate and you know, show of respect. And then Roman. You know what? Cannot talk shit about Roman on this one. He extended his fist out shield style to Keith Lee gave him his respect. Yeah. I like that. That was good. But in the end, Smackdown wins the men's match. Um So we go to the triple threat and each respective women's champion, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Um Bailey gets... uh, I'm going to go straight to the uh, finale here. Bailey gets choked out by Shayna. Shayna picks up a huge victory. NXT wins the night. They win the weekend. Awesome. They are the superior brand. Raw ain't shit. Raw was the lowest uh, of the three. Raw ain't shit. They are not the A-show. But then... uh, Okay, before that finale, Becky Lynch, she got... uh, Back suplex or something. I, she got slammed onto the table. Her One of her shoulders hits the corner of one of the monitors on the table. But then Shayna picks up the victory. But then Becky Lynch comes in. Beats her ass. Fucking disarm her. All that bullshit. And then we have to end with Becky's music. We end with Becky on the stage. Instead of Shayna Baszler holding up her title. Her music playing. Or the NXT theme playing. With, it should have been, you know, she's on the stage, holding her title, victorious, and out should have came the NXT roster on that stage with Triple H at the helm, establishing their dominance, but no, no, we have to let Becky get her shit in, and her music, we have to edit on her. Remember what I was talking about last nerves? Becky Lynch has gotten on my last nerve. I fucking can't stand her. She man, she, this whole man shtick is worn very thin on me. I can't stand it. It's old, and she needs to be humbled. She needs to start facing adversity. You know, she needs to start facing some real adversity. Um, but. But in the end, though, NXT won. That's what matters. Um, and good for them. Good on them. Um, I'm going to go into this Jim Cornette situation really fast. Um, the guy's a moron. Um, fuck him. Fuck his fried chicken joke. Fuck his Ethiopia joke. Um, all the shit he talks about. Kenny Omega, Joey Janella, Joey Ryan... I bet you dollars to donuts that he's never fucking sat down with Joey Ryan for five fucking minutes and talked to him. If he, if he did, then he wouldn't be saying that shit about Joey Ryan. I have. I've met the man twice. And he is a very, very nice man. He loves pro wrestling. You know? And if, if if everybody from Mick Foley to Ken Shamrock and wh- whoever else is taking the Dick Dick flip, if if that was such a terrible fucking move, that's oh it's killing the business, then they wouldn't be taking it. And if and if a man the 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 the, the statue of the statue of Mick Foley, who is just a Satanist this business, if he can if he's good enough to take that move. Then Jim Cornette just needs to shut the fuck up. And yes, he, he did this to... Jim Cornette did this to himself. He runs his fucking mouth. He, he's saying jokes that shouldn't even be said in the first place. Whether it's 1985 or uh, 2019. Oh, and then his excuses. Oh, it wasn't a racist joke. It was a starvation joke. You shouldn't be fucking joking about people starving. There are real fucking people starving. I'm sorry he's never missed one meal. But... There are many people who are, and, you know, this being the holiday season, I mean, it should be happening all the time, but this especially being the holiday season, you know, if you've got a local canned food drive, um, uh, there's a lot of uh, NorCal Pro Wrestling that are establishing food drives and toy give, you know, bring, bring a toy for Toys for Tots and stuff. You know, this is the real time for charity. And he wants to go and make, oh, it wasn't a racist joke. It was a starvation joke. Fuck you. Kiss my fucking ass. He's lost all my respect. I feel sorry for Vince Russo. Because Vince Russo is trying to move on from the past. But every fucking chance this fucking asshole Jim Cornette gets, he fucking runs his mouth about Vince Russo, keeps bringing up the past, you know? Jim Cornette, he's a man that is incapable of change. If he, if he was, capable of change he would have done it by now but no he, I, I've unsubscribed from his podcast um and anything you know on YouTube that's his I'm I'm done with fuck him uh, I, no there's no there's no room in pro wrestling for this fucking guy no more I don't give a fuck his, his time is done he's incapable of change he doesn't embrace what is the future he wants to fucking be stuck in the past you know and as much as I love the 80s and shit like that, I'm I'm all about 80s music and 80s movies from the time I grew up. No, I want to see what the future is. I want to see what's coming on the horizon. You know? That's why I'm loving all this Star Wars right now, for example. You know, I don't want to be stuck with just the, the original trilogy. Yes, I want the prequels. I want the new saga. I want the Mandalorian. I want fucking... Whatever's going to expand... And push to the future this franchise. Let's fucking do it. Fuck all those fucking fake fans that do nothing but fucking trash Star Wars. On various social medias. Those aren't real fans guys. Listen to the cats like Kevin Smith and shit. Who are on set. That know what the fuck they're talking about. Same thing in pro wrestling. Don't fucking listen to Jim Cornette. He doesn't know shit about wrestling no more. And if you do listen to his podcast, he gives every example why. He did this to himself. And whether he got fired or resigned, whatever you want to believe. Hey, it's just like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Who gives a fuck? He's dead. We're here. And that's that. They got what they deserved. Both of them. Jim Cornette deserved to be shit canned. Jeffrey Epstein deserved to die. And that's fucking that. Okay? Okay. That is God's honest truth. And speaking of the truth before I get on out of here, I want to talk about this shit show called the fucking Oakland Raiders. Seeing as this is a sports show too, you know, I want to incorporate a lot more sports talk. So let's go ahead and talk about some sports. Let's talk about these fucking god awful fucking frauds called the Oakland Raiders. And that fucking shit show they put on in, in New York the other day. 14 points in 14 seconds yet Raider fan wants to sit there and say uh, with that stupid fucking Leonardo DiCaprio picture I don't care about that loss who cares about that loss I'm a Raider fan for life and fuck the rest No, you know what I've been countering with that picture of Billy Bean from Moneyball that's what losing sounds like and I've been hitting Raider fan hard with that now some have embraced the truth and I give them their fucking respect you know don't run from the truth and, and, and then Raider fan wants to blame the refs for everything that happened. No. No, you, you, know what, you know what happens when you blame? You're not taking responsibility. You're not taking responsibility for your failures. Is this how you live your life? You want to blame others for your misfortunes? No. No, don't blame fucking your, cowork- your shitty coworkers. Don't blame fucking any other fucking factor. Blame yourself. Blame yourselves. The Oakland Raiders, blame yourselves. Cause you guys fucking suck. You're a, you're frauds. And then they and then Raider fan thinks that they're gonna go into Kansas. They, they, they think they're gonna go into Kansas City and try to fucking stop the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. Live in reality, people. Cause no, that no, they don't got a fucking shot in hell. This team is a bunch of frauds. John Gruden is a fraud. He fucking dismantled this fucking team when they were actually getting good. How the fuck do you go and trade Khalil Mack? For nothing. AB. You, you trade two picks for AB. AB fucks them. You're not getting those fucking picks back. Those picks are gone. You're not getting those back. Mark Davis the fucking cheapskate. You, you don't fucking win championships when you're on the cheap. Fucking bull-haired, fucking bull-hair cut-looking motherfucker. He's a fucking fraud. Dude, and I guarantee you this. His dad would have paid Khalil Mack. And that cat isn't even his fucking prime yet. Fucking bullshit. Fuck this team. And if you're a fucking Raider fan that doesn't get the fucking uh, truth, that doesn't accept the truth, then fuck you too. Because you're living in an illusional world, pal. And I hate, uh, if this is how you live your life, I feel sorry for you. I live in the real world. And the real world, we point at the scoreboard. And that scoreboard did not look good for the Raiders. They look like shit. And then, they want to try to change the subject to, to the 49ers beating the Green Bay Packers. I'm not talking about the Green Bay Packers, motherfucker. Stay on the fucking subject. Don't run. No, they, they want to try to fucking skirt the fucking conversation. No. Take responsibility. It's okay to admit that your team fucking sucks. That your team is garbage. Because you know why? That means you want to do something about it. You want something done. You want change. Instead of sitting there just fucking rooting for mediocrity. Is your life mediocre? Mine sure as hell isn't. We reach fucking heights. We don't stay down here. And and if, and if my team and Some wrestling organization I like, like WWE, if they're not willing to fucking change, then I'm done with you. And that's the honest to God truth. Fuck the Oakland Raiders. If this is what they're bringing into Las Vegas next season, then they're already fucking done. Because you can't be bringing that bullshit to Las Vegas. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here for the week. This being Thanksgiving week. I want to wish everybody a very safe and happy holiday weekend. When you're out there at Black Friday shopping, don't act like a bunch of savages over products. Treat people, treat each other right out there. If somebody wants that TV, you know what? You can get that, you can get another TV too. You know? Don't start fucking acting like a bunch of assholes over a television. Or a t-shirt or, or whatever's on sale. It's just stuff. Human life is more important. Your dignity is more important. But, you know, and be safe out there on the roads, guys. Don't be drinking and driving. Call an Uber. Call a cab. Walk, crawl home if you have to. Just stay off the road if you're all fucked up. Okay? Because we can't be having this. It, it's too much. It's bullshit. We want everybody safe, happy to watch sports, watch wrestling, fucking cheer on your favorite team, cheer on your favorite wrestler, be with your family, enjoy these holidays, you know, and, and just live a good life. Don't be, you know, just getting all fucked up and get behind the wheel. Because usually, in most cases, it's not the drunk driver that gets killed or injured, it's the victims that they, uh, that they put in harm's way. Those are the ones that always suffer the most. And it sucks. So be smart people. So with that being said. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Have a very safe holiday weekend. We're going to be back here next week. With another episode of the Danny and Oak Park Show. Right here on the Anchor Podcasting app. And other many fine podcasting apps. Including Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Um, Overcast, Spotify, the list is growing all the time, and I love it. Man, this podcasting world is just great. But make your world great, people. And with that being said, I will see you guys next week for another episode of the Danny and Oak Park Show. Have a safe one, everyone.